Welcome to the Hidden Wire podcast, episode 1069. This is my interview with Chris Felton, and we're discussing his new book, Think and Grow You. Enjoy. Hello, Chris. Welcome to the Hidden Wire podcast. Great to have you here today. Lee, great to be here. Thanks for having me. Uh, you've just written a new book. Yes, sir. Yeah. Just uh, went live on Amazon uh, yesterday. Yes, sir. Nice, nice. In, in launch mode. Yes. So tell uh, us a little bit about, before we get into the book, because I know there's some great content in the book, tell us a bit about yourself, because you've got a financial background, don't you? Yeah, I've been a financial services entrepreneur for the last uh, 23 years. I've built a, built a practice of uh, about 200 agents um, across the United States. We've helped about 20,000 or so people yeah. um, around that. Yep. Married, 21-year-old, 18-year-old. In in uh, Denver, Colorado. So Denver, Colorado, right? Yes, yes. Then you've written a few books. You obviously help a lot of people with their finances and their success in that regards. But you also help people in regards to success in their own life, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, my my book is is basically um, it's called Think and Grow You, and it's very uh, catchy title. Sub- that's right. Yeah, and the subtitle is called uh, How to Get Out of Your Own Way and Level Up Your Life. Yeah, and that's uh, that's the purpose of the book is is basically all the all the ways I was getting in my own way, all the ways I was stuck, and uh, coming out of the last three years, right? I think people uh, are more stuck; they're more stuck than ever, and uh, they don't know how to. Covid pandemic, yeah, yeah. So yeah. This is this is a, a book that you've written off off the back of your own life and and your own experiences and and how. I guess you've gotten out of your own way. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I mean, I, I've been uh, kind of known. Uh, our our financial services company has about fifty five thousand agents spread out across North America, and I've been kind of known as you know mindset guy uh, for for several years. And people have me come in and talk about that. But uh, in November of twenty one, uh, I don't know if you ever heard of a guy named Steve Stebold, but he's a uh, kind of a personal development. Um, icon. He sold about three and a half million books. He's a good friend of mine. He reached out to me and he said, Hey man, I've been listening to you speak for a decade. I'll coach you on how to write a book. You got to get a book done, your content, my coaching. And, uh, and so that's what we did, man. We spent nine months on the first draft, um, four drafts later, 14 months later, the book, uh, you know, put, I put it to bed about two weeks ago. So, it's really all about um, the concepts in that book, and it's written in a format where it's very tight, no filler, no fluff, no BS, two to 300 words of coaching, teaching, quote, resource, you know, book, podcast, seminar, something I did to change, uh, an action step that I used to shift my thinking, and then it's my personal story behind what I'm teaching, right? It's not just something I read in a book. It's just like, okay, this is what I did. And it's very self-deprecating in the fact that it's very much like, okay, (laughs) I was kind of jacked up here. I realized it, but here's what I did once I realized it to shift, to change my thinking, to change my actions, to get different results. And so Mm. it's, uh, so the problem I solve is, is stuck. And my messaging, my messaging through the book is, 
you got to humble down. You got to be willing to change. Yep. You must do the you must do the work, but doing the work is absolutely worth it. Yeah, yeah. Is this um sort of get being stuck in life in in any aspect of life, or is it all about being stuck in your relationships or work, career, finances, all of the above? All of the above. Yeah. So who are we yeah. who are we looking at like with this book? I mean, who's your target audience out there? Do you think? Um, I, I mean, the, the, the themes are, I mean, it's so universally, I mean, it's, you know, like I, I talk about how I, I stopped worrying permanently, right? I walk people through that process. Mm. I talk to people, I talk to people about forgiveness. Um, people are, are horrific with forgiveness. They don't know how to do it. They don't understand mm. it. They hold on to stuff. I talk to people about judgment. I talk to people about their money. Um, for the sales entrepreneur, I talk about you know how I sh- changed my mindset on on selling, goal setting. Uh, I mean, you name it. It's it's soup to nuts. It's it's meant to you know somebody can look at the table of contents and go, okay, all right, all right where am I stuck? Okay, let me let me go here. And you know, you you read. I call it a chapter. It's not really. I mean, it's, it's fifty concepts. Somebody can read in two minutes, right? Yeah. And then they can say, okay, I'm stuck here. What did Chris do to get unstuck here? Okay, let me, let me do that. Let me shift. Let me stop the pattern in my mind and, and, and try that. So my hope is, you know, it's not a book that, we, that you read and you're like, read it. It's a book. It's a forever resource that people will go back and say, you know what? Because I had those books, Lee, but I had like 10 of them. Mm. Right? And... And they were, you know, there was chunks in the books um, that I would use. But but my prayer is, is, you know, this is a go-to resource for people so that they can, you know, stop the pattern, get unstuck, and get on the path to the life they want. So Yeah, that's, uh, that's I guess it's one it. of those yeah. things. You, you sort of get a concept, an idea, or a practice, or a tool, uh, and it works. And then after, you know, a period of time, you find yourself in the same position, so therefore, and you know, you, you often forget the tools, don't you? You forget what you did. Um, so it's handy to have a resource to go back to. I get that, which is great. Um, with these, um, I mean, where do we start? How do you get out of the way? Like you've, you've, you've obviously put into the book a lifetime of your lessons and learnings and, and tools to help other people use those tools as well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's that's yeah that's that's what I did, and obviously I, I think what what makes it different, you know, and I wanted to be, I wanted it to be real, I wanted it to be relatable, I wanted it to very much people to, I share my dirty laundry, right? Like like there's nothing, and you know, as my mentor, you know, I would do a concept, send it over to him, I and mean, we'd spend you know two weeks sometimes on one concept, and you know, his feedback when he was done is he said, he said, Chris, this, he's like, most people in personal development, you know, they stand on their podium and their platform. And, you know, you, you think they're just sunshine, lollipops and roses and their life is great. He's like, it's, it's super rare that anybody, and he's like, I don't know anyone that is doing it to the level that you're doing it, where you are literally sharing all the ugliness <laughs> that went on. And, it's it's going to give people hope and mm. uh you know so so from a guy that's that's very hard to impress um he's uh he's almost as excited about the book as i am 
And uh, that's good. So yeah, it's, congratulations. Yeah, it's cool. Cool. And, and you do, you do look at um. Yep, you go. No, I just said his wife loves it. She was the ultimate test. Like, cause we're like, we're like writing the book. I'm like, we gotta get this to your wife. We gotta get this to your wife. He's like, no, 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 don't, don't do that yet. Don't, don't do that. And uh, she's like, Chris, some of the best personal development stories I've ever heard in my life. And what's uh, his name? The, you, that was the Steve. Steve Seabold. How do you spell that? Seabold. S i e b o l d. Well. Yeah. Um, have a look at that guy, Steve Seawold. Um, yep. Yeah, I guess you look up at you look up at speakers and um, you know personal developers. There's there's a bunch of names come to my head immediately. Um, and yeah, you do you think their life is just shiny and peachy? But um, regardless, and I've been told this by many successful people that yeah, it might look like that from an outside, but um, certainly if there's things going on that we have to you know deal with every day, and they actually just become better at dealing with that they have a better toolbox than most of us um what do you think about this day and age i mean back 10 or even 20 years ago um we didn't have social media and now most people have this false identity online basically that we're creating we've got two identities one of us one of our online identity where we put along this um almost false persona of who we actually are and it looks very peachy in most cases some people show their true self i'm sure but in most cases, people have this this peachy sort of persona. I mean, what are your thoughts about that and where that's going? Yeah, I mean, I I, uh, I, I don't. You know, my, my goal is to always. I mean, I I've spent a I spent a big chunk of my life uh, trying to put out a false persona, and right. you know, and I think a, I think a big part of my book is. You know, try, trying to manipulate the outside world while you insist on staying the same, um, it's exhausting and it doesn't it doesn't work. Right. And so what I realized was, you know, I had to do the internal work and, and the more I did the internal work, the more the outside world would would show up. So, you know, the the, the false picture and then the, the, the real stuff behind. Um, I mean, I think that's fine, but, you know, um, if if you're if you're looking for the outside world to tell you you're great and you're all that in a bag of chips um that's very unstable that's very much a beach ball in the ocean of life and uh as one of my coaches said you know often fed never satisfied mm. and uh i call it looking for love in all the wrong places so um so so i i did that you know for decades i'm like okay I, i'm gonna stay the same but if i can rearrange the furniture on the deck of the, of the titanic then you know, it's going to be good. Nope. Nope. The Titanic's still going down. And when my back was most against the wall, I realized that that approach was not working mm. and I had to do something different. And the outside world didn't need to change. Um, this dude was the one that absolutely needed to change. Yeah. Really good point. I think, Again, most of us probably go through that in our early years where we're just trying to figure things out maybe, yeah. Um, and and I don't know if it happens to everyone or just some people, but um, I, I had that same experience where I, I felt like I was being this but actually wasn't that. Um, and, and and slowly and still probably doing it really, just coming into my shelf and saying, okay, this is actually how it is and let me show up as authentically. I hate using that word, but as authentically as I can. 
and things have started to shape themselves better for that reason. So you can probably get a lot of that out of your book in that regards, Think and Grow You. How do you get out of your way? I mean, is everyone stuck? And, and what are the reasons for being stuck? Is it is it limiting beliefs? Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, I mean, there's obviously, you know, limiting beliefs. And um, I, I think the biggest way we get stuck is um, we resist what's actually happening. And, you know, the pandemic was a perfect example. Like, people are like, this shouldn't be happening. Hmm. Why is this happening? This shouldn't be happening. This is horrible. This is this. This is that. And once again, look in the outside world and taking all the cues from the outside world to let yourself think based on what you're seeing, right? Versus getting to the point of eventually you got to accept it, right? And and I was I was caught in that. I mean, there was three. I mean, I'm in financial services. My clients' monies are down 20, 25, 30 percent, right? Like all this stuff's coming down. People are getting, you know, sick. We don't know what it is. And, and I was like, you know, but I've done, I've done the work, but for three days I was like, man, you're resisting it. You're in fear. You're in doubt. You're in worry. Like there's a lot you can't control. And eventually you got to get to accepting it. And, and that's, you know, because if you continue to resist, like people resist their debt, the debt keeps growing. People resist their health. Their health gets worse. What you resist continues to persist. That's what creates stuck. And what creates stuck is allowing your outside world to dictate your thought processes. So my coach said back in the day, because I was $250,000 in credit card debt, my life was a mess. My life was a disaster. And I kept saying, this shouldn't be this way. It is. And the quicker you can get to accepting it and what that means, and it was one of the greatest lessons he taught me, Chris, you don't need to like it, but you need to stop hating it. And what you need to get to is, it is what it is. I accept it. And only from that platform can you make changes. So pandemic, there was three days where I was like, this, this sucks, blah, blah, blah. But, but thank God I've done a lot of work. And I'm like, all right, dude, it is. Mm-hmm. So from this, what do we want? What do I want? What's the next thing I need to do? So, you know, and people are looking at me and I'm leading them. And I mean, we went 100% virtual, right? Um, it changed my business forever. It was a blessing. I mean, we had a record 2020. We had a record 2021. We had a record 2022. Um, is that because of me? No, it's because of, because of the team. But we, you know, within three days, I got to acceptance of, hey, this is what it is. And what can I actually control? Well, let's go. Let's go help a bunch of people. Let's get online. Let's do this. Let's take some action. Let's do... So, so what keeps stuck is... Mm. I'm resisting what is. I'm not accepting it. Victim, allowing the outside world to dictate my thinking, allowing the outside world to dictate my thoughts, my actions, and all that. Accepting. And then, what do I want? What's next? Mm. 
and you start shifting your thought processes, um, you know, moment by moment. But but how you get in your own way is, you know, you got sabotaging patterns. It's I got a worry pattern. I got a judgment pattern. I got forgiveness issues. I got limiting beliefs. I got negative self-talk. I got, you know, all that stuff. Mm. And if you don't interrupt the pattern and do something different, you're going to continue to get the same freaking results. And that's what happened to me. And I finally connected the prices that I was paying for being that way. And it was, it was going to be another divorce. It's going to be bankruptcy. It was going to be, you know, giving up on my entrepreneurial dream, but that price is too heavy, Lee. So I had to do something different. And the different was, dude, I had to change. Yeah. What you resist persists. I like that line. It's pretty, it's, well, it's very true. I'm trying to think about things in my life that I resist and they, they persist. And I guess it's, it's, you're not going to change anything by just suddenly changing your mindset and saying, okay, I accept it. What do I actually want? Um, because there's a lot of steps after that and a lot of points of action you need to take after that to help that change as well. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's, and it's an exercise, you know, dur during that time period that my coach had me do, and I actually do it in my workshops where it's like, okay, make a list of everything in your life that you wish wasn't there. Yeah. It's a great list. And so back then it was my dad, my ex-wife, my wife's stress, my this, my that. I mean, dude, it was a long list. Excuse me. And uh, bless you. And, and because I wrote it down, these are the things in my life that I wish weren't present. Because I wrote it down meant I was resisting those things. Yeah. And until my thought processes and my energy and my view of those things changed, nothing was going to change. So, you know, now when I do that list, those things that were once there are no longer there mm -hmm. because I accepted it, didn't love it, but had to stop hating it. And then different action, different thinking, different results. And it doesn't happen overnight, but it will happen over time. Yeah. Those things will shift. They will change. They have to. It's a, it's a law. Do you revisit that list sort of daily in the initial stages? No. No? So you just no. write that list down? Do you focus on a couple of the key areas? Because, I mean, you might have a fairly big list and sometimes it can be overwhelming trying to accept it all. Well, or maybe not. So, well, if, if you start becoming aware of, I mean, really all personal growth and development comes down to what's called the law of growth. And what's well, called what? Sorry? The law of growth. Uh -huh. And the law of growth is where is my focus? Yeah. So my focus had been on debt for 18 years. So what was I expecting to happen? Hmm. But, but when I hired my coach, he said, don't focus on your debt, create, focus on creating wealth. That's interesting. Okay. So saving money. We still had to handle our debt, but if we didn't focus on creating wealth, we were going to be in debt. Yeah. If I couldn't save money, right, and, and there was some some mentality, mindset stuff I had to shift on the, on money to do that, so I got focused over there. Am I focused on problems or am I focused on my vision? So my constant question, and I don't have to ask it as much now, is 
what am I focused on and what must this be creating? Mm. Yeah. It's a phenomenal question. Mm. And so if I don't feel good or I'm in resistance to stuff, then I ask myself, what am I focused on? What must this be creating? Well, I'm focused on problems. I'm focused on things not working. I'm focused on judging others. I'm judging myself. It's, that's stuck thinking. And, you know, I haven't figured it out. I'm not a guru. But I have gotten more aware of like, okay, dude, that's the train. We don't want to keep that train moving. <laughs> so I need to interrupt the pattern, get my focus to what I want, not what I don't want. And so as you work on that moment by moment, the things on your list eventually, not overnight, but over time, they'll start changing. And, mm. and you, you work on a couple of things and then you work on a couple of things and then, you know, there's a snowball effect of, the, you know, a lot of things on that list. Yeah, getting, yeah, you're getting, right getting handled. I didn't have to address everything on that list, but as I forgave my ex-wife, she was no longer on that list. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, as I, as I worked on my judgment project of judging things so much, there's a bunch of stuff that got eliminated. So it's, uh, there, anyway, hopefully it has a snowball effect and then you sort of become a bit of a guru as such at uh, dealing with, with these things because your, your mindset changes over time as well. It strengthens and suddenly focusing on all the negative aspects and the things you resist in life, you become much better at focusing on all the, the growth opportunities and the positives of life and the gratitudes. Yeah, exactly. Do you have a, a toolbox of practices that you do to help you with um, keeping that, that mindset together? Um, yeah. 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 I mean, it's, it's all in the book, right? There's, there's 50 different concepts and then there's, there's 50 different, uh, you know, things I did not, not, not there's 50 different tools, but my main go-to tool was always, you know, um, writing down, you know, what issue I had, or, you know, I used to have a horrible relationship with money. Right. So you know, my coach said, Hey, you don't have a money problem. You have a money project, right? That, that, that was a mindset shift, right? What was your horrible relationship with money? Well, I was $250,000 in debt, credit card okay. debt. Mm. So based on results, my relationship sucked. Right. Mm. And, and so, and so I'll, obviously I, I viewed it as a problem. And so a mindset shift was, it's not a problem. It's a project. And we view problems as, woe is me, can't help myself, right? We, we view problems in victim mode, like we're helpless. Projects we view differently, right? If we face obstacles with a project, we will figure out a way. A project, we will see it through the end of completion. And so he said, hey, you have a, you have a money project. So first step, get a journal, piece of paper, write the word money down. And then write down everything you make up about that word. Because as humans, we're storytellers. We make up stuff. That's what we do. Yeah. And so, so my story around money was hard. Everything was hard, right? Hard to make, hard to keep, hard to save. Rich people are bad people, right? I mean, it's just, 
you know, you can't have money and be ha and, and have fun at the same time. I mean, it was it was like 20, 25 limiting beliefs. Actually, it'll list them out in the book, the the, the big ones. Um, and then I was like, huh, interesting. But it's a story. So the cool part about a story is the story can be rewritten. And that's what I did. I'm like, okay, I'm going to tell myself a, a more empowering story, which is, you know, money's a scorecard of value that I create in other people's lives. I fully believe that. The more money I make, the bigger impact I'm making. Um, making and saving big money is easy. I didn't believe that initially, but it is. It's fairly easy, right? Especially if I stay in, you know, my purpose and service and helping others and, um, you know, so so I, I created a more empowering story and I would read that and affirm it and tell myself and then eventually over time the story took root and, you know, the bamboo eventually popped out of the ground and and grew and it was it was a life changer. So so a lot of what I teach in the book is let's inventory your thinking because what most people do, Lee, is they just they have, you know, four or five limiting beliefs rolling around in their head and they yeah. never even shine a spotlight on it. They, they don't even know what it is mm. and, it, and it runs them unconsciously. And they're once again, trying to rearrange the furniture on the deck of the, of the Titanic. And here I was in my late thirties and I'm like, I had never sat down and actually wrote down what my thoughts were around money. I had to do mm. that around sales. I had to do that around my relationship. Everywhere I, where I was stuck, I had to figure out what my point A was. Mm. Where, where am I? Well, and, yeah. and, and giving myself grace, significant grace, not beating myself up, not judging myself, but actually going, all right, well, that's a pretty crappy story that I borrowed from my parents who borrowed it from their parents. And so we had the generations of, of broke people in my family. Yeah. And so I interrupted the pattern, changed it. And now my 21-year-old and 18-year-old, guess what? They don't have that story. They have a great relationship with money. Mm. And, uh, you know, so we, we, we broke that destructive pattern. Yeah, I like it. All boils down to awareness, you know, and then having that awareness and being able to, to actually look at those thoughts, uh, putting it down on paper, great practice of writing it down. Sitting and taking time to actually sit there and think. Yeah, it's the hardest work on the planet. I mean, we don't do that anymore. We, we like to just go, you know, through our day and get swamped and swallowed by everything that we're resisting rather than yeah. sitting down and having a big breath and maybe spending half an hour in the morning going, okay, well, what do I want to focus on today? Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. I, I talk about my morning routine in the book too. It's, uh, you know, what do you do? Um, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's evolved over time, but I encourage people to do, you know, you do at least 30 minutes a, a morning because 30 minutes of working on you is like four and a half working weeks of doing it in a year, compounded over 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, pretty substantial. You're going to grow and you're mm -hmm. going to get unstuck if you actually do some work on you every single day. But it's, you know, it's prayer time, visualization time, you know, Bible, you know, imaging affirmations, uh, reading my business plan for the year. And, uh, you know, and then basically I call it, you know, filling the encouragement meter um, because we get discouraged. 
That's another way you get stuck, especially as an entrepreneur. It's really easy to get discouraged. And discouragement, I've watched it. I mean, it's it's ruined a lot of careers. It's ruined a lot of lives. Mm. Um, my, da- my dad was constantly discouraged. And I watched it. So when I wake up in the morning, I'm often... I'm often discouraged when I wake up and I can't imagine now running out of the house being discouraged and taking that energy and vibration out to the world. So I have to, you know, in discouragements, it's, it's like a gas tank, right? Or, or your encouragement meter is like a gas tank. So I got to fill it up in the morning, especially as I lead other people, right? And encourage encouragement means to give courage to. So I have to encourage myself. I have to encourage others. I'm encouraging people with the book. So I have to fill the encouragement meter with, you know, whatever I do. It doesn't have to be what everyone else does, but whatever you got to do to give yourself the energy, especially if you have goals, dreams, and aspirations, it takes energy. And that's the big part about my book, Lee, is I discovered a lot of my energy leak, mm. energy leak, energy leaks, right? And it's one of the reasons why I have more energy at 51 than I did at 41, and mm. probably even 31, because I got rid of a lot of baggage and yeah. stuff that stuff that was weighing me down. So, yeah, so a morning routine to just you know raise up your energy, you know, working out, all that stuff's super important too, right? But yeah. It takes energy to make your life work and uh and you gotta you gotta bring it to the table yeah yeah spend some time on that every day particularly in the morning good way to start um talk to us about your timeline so you said he's 51 now yeah i'm 51 yeah 51 i mean a lot of younger people i suppose if, if you could look back at your 20 year old self what would you tell that person uh chill out <laughs> Chill, chill the hell out. Chill yeah. out. Re- relax. What about uh, the the um, you know? Because I'm I'm just looking at your life, and you just you've just constantly built it up, built it up, built it up. You're 51 now. You know, you didn't do this overnight. What yeah. would you say to that person? Because everyone wants immediate results, immediate outcomes, and I think that will ultimately create a bigger discouragement in their lives because they'll realize that. Hang on. It's got to be a long-term approach, not short-term. Yeah, I mean, I, I would, you know, so I, I would tell myself, you know, 20, 30 years ago, whatever, is you know, relax, um, have uh, have calm urgency. I believe in urgency, but I believe you can do urgency in a relaxed fashion. And, um, you know, and it's it's cliche, but enjoy the process. Like, like you got to... You gotta lo- love the process of whatever it is that you're doing, right? I'm 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 a I'm a Denver Broncos fan, right? And um, we've been horrible here for the last seven years. But and somebody was interviewing Peyton Manning when he was our quarterback, and like, when will you know it's time to retire? And his body failed. Uh, that that's why he had to he had to retire. But he said, when I no longer enjoy the process, right? When I no longer enjoy that. And so I think, you know, looking back, I would have said, you know, relax. Um, You know, I have a great work ethic. That's never been an issue because I always knew the work would be worth it. 
but that's a big message in my book is you got to be willing to change. You got to do the work, but the work is going to be worth it. Cause I think a lot of people, they don't really believe it's going to be worth it. And, and I knew it was going to be worth it, but I was constantly putting myself under pressure and stress and delaying my happiness to a, once I get there, I'm going to be happy. Mm-hmm. But I think I say it multiple times in the book, there's no happy ending to happy ending to an unhappy journey. Yeah. So I would have chilled out. I would have relaxed. I would have trusted that it was going to turn out because I had a lot of doubt. And the only thing that kept me in the game is, is my work ethic. I, I, my crazy work ethic just overcame all these obstacles and if I would have chilled out, relaxed, enjoyed the process, and trusted and expected it was going to turn out versus being in fear, I wouldn't have had to work 80 hours a week. <laughs> hmm. Right? Because I was running a marathon with a bowling ball around my ankle. Yeah. Um, but once I released all that garbage, you know, I don't, I don't have to do that. It doesn't have to be a grind. It, it's anyway, I don't know. I gave you a lot there, but that's, yeah, that's no, no, stuff no. I tell myself. Yeah, that's beautiful. What uh, see book is available on Amazon? Yes, sir. Grow you. Yep, by Chris Felton. And yeah, w- website's yeah. chrisfelton.me. 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 Website. Yes, sir. Gotcha. We'll stick that link in the show notes. Any any final words, Chris? Any anything else you want to let the audience know about yourself? Uh, no, I'm just uh, excited to get the message out. I'm I'm um, looking for you know obviously other podcasts to, to get, uh, to get on. And I'm looking for, you know, opportunities to speak to groups and share the message and get the books in the hands of people that'll help them get unstuck. I want to help tens of millions of people in this area. Um, so I got some big goals, some big dreams, some big aspirations. And so anyone that's listening that wants to reach out, you can contact me on the chrisfelton.me website and happy to have a conversation with, uh, anyone that's open to it. So I really appreciate you Lee having me on. No, appreciate you coming on, guys. Check it out at thehiddenwhite.com uh, and you can listen to the, uh, the podcast, the show notes, etc. there. Chris, thank you again. And until next time, peace, passion, and purpose. See you soon. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. I hope you love what you're hearing. If you like this episode, guys, or any of the episodes that you're listening to here at The Hidden Why, please do me a favor by sharing it. You can share it with your families. You can share it with your loved ones. You can do that by using your favorite social media channels using the icons on the platform that you're listening to the Hidden Why podcast. Also, guys, if you're a fan of the show, please connect with me. Connect with me at thehiddenwhy.com. I love to hear from you. I love to converse with the people that listen to this show to find out what they enjoy, what they don't enjoy, and perhaps if they have any questions or feedback for the show as well. You can stay up to date with all that I'm releasing here, guys. I do a solo show every Monday, a three-minute thought every Thursday. I do two interviews a week on a Wednesday and a Saturday, and a book review every Friday. You can stay up to date with all that by subscribing to my newsletter at thehiddenwire.com. Just enter your email address there, and also subscribing to the podcast on the platform that you choose to listen to your podcast. You can also support the show, guys, by using the Amazon links at thehiddenwire.com. So if you like books, you can get all the books that I review there. 
um, and anything else really that you like to purchase through Amazon. So use that link, it helps support the show. And we've also got a deal with Audible, guys. Audible is a fantastic way to listen to all your favorite books. We've got a deal with them so you can get two free books when you subscribe or yeah, subscribe to a 30-day free trial. So check that out again at thehiddenwire.com. Guys, that's it from me. You know what to do. Go out there, breathe more passion into every single moment. Do everything with greater purpose. And in doing so, you will discover your hidden why. This is The Hidden Why. My name is Lee Martin Until next time, peace, passion, and purpose. See you soon.